Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Hyperion Hub, your meeting place for all things Disney. Now your hosts. Hello and welcome to the Hyperion Hub, your meeting place for all things Disney. I'm John Alois, joined by Sean Dagenhart. On your left. And John Redling Schaefer. On your right. And I'm right in the middle. I'm stuck in the middle with you. Uh. Sorry, I couldn't think of anything else. Where are we Clowns listening to Clowns to the us? left of me, jokers to the right. Here John is, stuck in the middle with Where you. Where are we listening to us? I hope you're enjoying it up until... Are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they just hit stop. Please follow us on social media, on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter at Hub Hyperion. Email us at podcast at thehyperionhub.com. If you have a story you'd like to share or if you have an idea for the show, you can email it to us as well. Once again, podcast at thehyperionhub.com. This is our catch-up on our Disney Views show, and we're going to start things off with Sean. No mustard, just ketchup. Just ketchup. Oh, what a hot dog. <laughs> so, hey, uh, no ketchup. You don't ketchup on no. hot dogs. Okay, it's my turn. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, sorry. So, Hi, how you doing? Uh, some of our family went and saw the new Little Mermaid, and you said you had seen it. Yep. And it. loved it. We loved it. All four of us loved it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> that was very dismissive. Great as for you. <laughs> great. Anyway. <Yeah. laughs> so I'm glad we saw it. There were some beautiful moments. Um, just visually stunning. Um, I thought Melissa McCarthy did fantastic. Yes, wasn't she fun? Um, Halle Bailey was wonderful, beautiful voice. From the first trailer, I was a little worried that her voice was going to be too pop-oriented. And that only happens in that And it only time. happened, yeah. yeah, a couple times throughout. So she was just delightful. Uh, beyond that, I could have left everything else. Yeah, I thought um, especially Triton was a little flat and stiff oh, and I liked him a lot. Did you really? Yeah, I did. I did. I I think only because I thought you're saying flat. I think he was very kind of strong. Um I don't know. I, I just felt like he was mad at her the whole movie and you didn't really see much father-daughter relationship. But I also saw a lot of pain from when he right. lost his wife and he was trying to prevent that from happening right. again um yeah i saw sadness in his eyes when he destroys her cavern of grotto, who's it's and what's yeah. it's galore so <laughs> um the new songs i think i could have done without the new songs especially scuttles yeah i didn't like that one um i didn't hate it as much as i thought i was going to by what i read and heard um but i don't need to hear Aquafina rap right ever again. <laughs> uh, the the and I'm sorry. Now it's been a while since I've seen it, but um, the Prince's song I did not like that one. It felt anachronistic to the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, it had it was kind of rhythm section based, whereas you know the rest of the score is nice, fully orchestral. Well, and- my family, a couple of them thought it sounded way too. What's processed processed and... yes i liked her new song yeah when she's singing in her head yeah yeah that I was kind of nice awesome and we get to hear her voice again mm-hmm. when we don't think we're going to until the, until end. the end yeah um the scene on the island when they're exploring and the dancing and yes. the village that was wonderful yeah the colors yeah um, overall the movie had a slightly i want to say muted or darker tones than the animated film. Wait, wait, for, wait, someone, wait, wait. for someone, you who mean hasn't... literally? Yes. Okay. 
Well, for someone who hasn't seen it, are we going to have different story arcs or changes there that are, are pretty yeah. drastic? A few or? different, nothing drastic. Okay. You'll recognize lines. Um, I thought the orchestration was beautiful, but again, it lacked a little sparkle that I don't know if is only because an animated film hmm. needs to be much Fair. brighter and poppier and, you know, the colors and everything. So I, I wrestled with it. I'm glad we saw it. I mean, it was a fine production. I'm trying to balance. If I had not seen, you know, the 1989 original, how would I feel? Or if, am I just comparing the two? Or? I think it's going to be natural that you do with well, all sure. of these. You remakes. have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's going to be. Well, that's yeah. not the same. That's not the same. You're, that's and just, there yeah. were things that I chuckled to myself. And um, the lagoon scene in Kiss the Girl, I thought was beautiful. I thought it was great. Yes. And agreed. One and done? Yeah, it could be one and done. But do you feel that way majority of the live action yes. remakes? Okay. Yeah. So I thought Rob Marshall, who directed this, expanded where these should expand. For me, I look at these like watching the movie as opposed to reading the book. So they add um, details where they should, mm -hmm. and and that's what I enjoyed about this. This, for me, is one of the my favorite live-action remakes. Um, and I enjoy the live-action remakes for the, for the most part. Um, but, you know, uh, Jungle Book is at the top for me. Cinderella is near the top for me. Pete's Dragon, I'm not a huge fan of the 70s movie. I like the remake. Uh, Cruella, I like the extended story and expanded story. Um, so we enjoyed it. Uh, we didn't know what to expect, but uh, we got to see one of our favorite stories come to life in real life. And now... It's not going to replace the animated no, feature the for us, um, but I'll watch it again, and uh, I'll find new things that I like about it. It might have been Disneyland or Disney World, but where they had the live-action aerial with I think the with the animated yeah. version of the aerial, I, I, I sat there as a parent in my mind going, I have a young child, and I'm going to say, there's Ariel, yeah. there's Ariel. I like it. I get it from its most basic level, but it's just kind of... It was that, it was interesting to me. I don't know. It was a, that, we, we, putting them side by side. And now there's going to be an animated series based on the, the new, new one. film. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yes. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, oh, by the way, um, Jody Benson had a nice little cameo mm -hmm. in there. Um, I don't. I don't agree with doing that with having the live action next to. I think that I agree with you. That's a little too confusing for me. Um, they did the same thing. <laughs> he has reached his pinnacle. In he is leaving the studio. Leaving on top. <laughs> <laughs> leaving the studio sounds so <laughs> official. Um, uh, they did. I think they did the same thing with the Mad Hatter with Johnny Depp's Mad Hatter versus the oh, I didn't know that. original mm -hmm. animated Mad Hatter. And I, there's really nothing to do differently with Maleficent. Uh, she looks the same. But, yeah, that seems a little confusing, especially for young eyes. And I thought I appreciated some of the fleshing out of the story. Yeah. Um, especially Eric a little more from yeah. him. Mm -hmm. But I almost want, I felt the pacing was a little slow. And I'm wondering if that's because, okay, I know what's supposed to be coming next. And we're not there. We're not there. Interesting. And mm. I'm wondering if that is part of that feeling How a little long slow yeah. to me. It's, it's like, like two hours. And it's like, no, it's like 2.20 or something. Oh, Here, that's it long. It is long, but I never felt. You're right. And if they're going to have to drag stuff out, you're, you're 
yeah, you're you're comparing it to the old one, right? And and why, why are what, we there? You yet? know what's going to happen. Yeah. So let's get there. Well, that's one of the complaints, you know, um, especially sixty-four for, ounce for Coke Zero has movie. now run its course, and I uh, need this to be over. It's over two hours long, two hours and five Oof, minutes. That's um, long. It is long, and you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, people complaining about that. But anyway, people complain no matter what. Yeah. We loved it. Um, I'm glad you got to see it on the big screen. The first is an hour and 23 minutes. Well, that's it. And that's a long animated film. Right. Yeah. Hmm. The United States Supreme Court has revived a toy inventor's trademark lawsuit over Disney's Toy Story 3 character. Hmm. Now, uh, there are so many articles out here that try to describe it. You've got the lawyers who explain it and legalese. I found a nice explanation at LegalEraOnline.com. According to a New Jersey toy maker's lawsuit, Disney infringed on her trademark rights when it used the character Lotso Huggin'Bear in the popular acclaimed 2010 movie Toy Story 3. The Supreme Court has decided that Disney must defend itself in court. The lower courts had actually dismissed this lawsuit, saying Disney has a First Amendment right to use characters, and and there's an actual test. I don't want to go through all of that, but basically it permits artists to lawfully use trademarks without permission when the use has artistic relevance to their work and would not explicitly mislead consumers. Hmm. Now, for those of you that follow the uh, high court's uh, jurisprudence, uh, there was a lawsuit. <laughs> some of us do. Both uh, of you. Yeah. <laughs> <Wouldn't> be prudent. <laughs> Sorry, John. <laughs> Should have walked out when I had my chance. Uh, so, uh, so your two loving animals upstairs may decide from me to get a Jack Daniels parody chew toy, which was the now follow me. Jack Daniels won the, a lawsuit recently against a company that used Jack Daniel parodies on their chew toys, and so the Supreme Court has said we need to have you look at this case again for this woman and her Lotso toy uh, because there are certain protections to the trademark holders. And so Disney thought they were out and clear based on this old test. Uh, it's called the Rogers test, uh, but now they're going to have to defend themselves in court now. What they name that character? Lotso. And her toy was called Lotso Huggin' Bear. You know, so you've always wondered. What is the year time frame? Uh, she created in 1994 a stuffed oh, animal wow. with sleeves that could simulate an animal's hug. And her company owns intellectual property rights for a wearable Lots of Hugs bear. But the toy actually wasn't like, I mean, that wasn't a feature of the toy. Well, and, and, and the first time I saw it, the lawyer in me says, okay, did they get permission from Mattel for Barbie and right. all of the, or re- the Wreck-It Ralph, did. you know, the Wreck-It yeah. Ralph movies when he's sitting around all with of those, all of those characters. Yeah. I love it. I love the cross. Uh, it's like Roger Rabbit. Yeah, exactly. So the lawyer in me, you know, you see Barbie and you're going, all right, they probably had to talk to Mattel. It's such a big name. And, and you know, the the potato heads and things like mm-hmm. that. And I know, I, I enjoy that, though, to see different toy companies in their movies. Wreck-It Ralph, I always appreciate, and we can all say together, I'm bad, and that's good. I will never be good, and that's not bad. There's no one I'd rather be than me, as he's sitting around with Nintendo and other characters with it. Um, but this is a big change. You know, what about those smaller, you know, companies that in which the Disney or another filmmaker is, is using their products? Mm-hmm. What is the statute of limitations here? So 1994. Intellectual property is weird. Okay, so um, why is she bringing this up now? I mean, well, it's an okay. It to get to the United States Supreme Court, a case is probably between eight and fifteen years old. Okay. Okay, uh, because you have uh, let's do a little 
federal civil procedure, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, so the United States District Court is the trial court level in the federal system. You have the, the then you have the Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, where this went. That's L.A. West Coast. Then you have the United States Supreme Court. The Supreme Court doesn't even have to take your case. All right. Sure. The first two levels, they're going to take your case on appeal if you decide to do it. Those two levels can take five to eight years. Okay. So, um, and especially a civil suit where there's not criminal or constitutional rights that deal with, you know, incarceration and things like that. And even mm. those cases can take a long time. So it is a drawn out process. And But the statute of limitations, for example, it, I don't remember whether it's trademark or one of the others, it's, it's 75 years, oh. uh, you know, on certain things or 75 years past the After last, the, the, the death, death of, of the, the creator. Yeah. yeah, it gets very, very lengthy. So predict... Do you think Disney will settle? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Don't they usually? They will go to the mat on ones they're willing to fight. This one, yeah, it, again, is it the Lotso Huggable Bear? I did look at a picture. Okay. Mm. Had I been advising the Walt Disney Company. <laughs> a topic I wanted to talk about is the lost art of the special feature. I am a documentary fan, and I'm what? also a fan of learning as much about my favorite movies and shows as possible. Disney's releasing new films on Disney Plus without added special features that we used to get with the Blu-rays. I have to wonder if they're going to start pushing physical media again. That's the rumor. Um, there are two benefits to physical media. One is you can watch it whenever you want to, obviously. You never know if it's going to leave certain streaming platforms. And that includes if you purchase it on Apple or Amazon. They can remove those films even though you purchased them at one point. The other benefit is the special features. More times than not, the new films on Disney Plus only have a trailer in their extras section. Uh, I'm hoping this trend either changes on Disney Plus or we see the push once again for physical media. I know that sounds crazy in 2023 to say that, but I really like to dive into those special features. You want to give us an example? Well, Pixar does a great job with those. I would agree. Uh, they they have, you know, their first main special features usually about 45 minutes, and then they have other stories broken up into five to ten minute segments. We will still sing the uh, lava song. Was that after Inside Out, where the two volcanoes? I lava. Yeah, you. I lava you. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean that that song plays pretty regularly on the Disney uh, satellite sure. radio yeah, channel, yeah. and that was not even in a movie. Right. Yeah, that's one of their shorts that preceded the film. But yeah, you're right, and it came with the DVD as mm -hmm. a special feature. You're right. I saw. And I'd never heard of this before, and I it caught me by surprise. Multiple social media accounts from all sorts of Disney pages. I, I pulled this one from DisneyAddicts.com. On Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 5.30 to 9.30, guests will find the food truck roundup at the settlement at Fort Wilderness. Did you know they bring in food trucks? Hmm. And there, one may be a Disney-affiliated one, but local food trucks actually come to the property yes. and get a pretzel, get a soft oh, serve, get That's Mexican at Disney food. Springs, too. They have those at Disney. I'm Springs. talking about Fort Wilderness. Oh, okay, all right, yes, the, we did see one I, there. You know, and I get your point. I mean, but Disney Springs to me is kind of the outside, right? You know, on property is is open to interpretation. I appreciate that, but the fact that you could, you know, with the new Disney dining plan and whatever it's going to look like, 
you know, a lot of people will bring their RVs and we'll go over here and, and you can actually have a step away from all the quick services and, and all the, the sit downs if you want, but it looks like it's only two days a week right now, but I think that's kind of neat. It's yeah. a little, little folksy step away mm-hmm. and, and probably a little bit more affordable. Is right? it near Pioneer Hall? It just says at the settlement. Okay. And I'm not sure so where probably, that is on the, so yeah. I'm yeah. guessing yes. Um, is this new? I don't know how new it is. I've seen articles is. that were older. So I saw, we saw one uh, closed up when we were at Pioneer Hall for uh, Hoop De Doo last year. So we wondered if it if it had been open during the afternoon. But mm. yeah, it, it's pretty cool. I, I always love more options. And if you can bring a little bit of that uh, camping feel or outdoor feel, right. uh, then, then that's wonderful there. We're going to celebrate Disney's 100th by looking at each decade. And thanks, Sean, for this idea. Um, Great. <laughs> so as we get the guy closer, ignores the, the, the chat for four or five weeks with a crazy week at work. <laughs> oh, I just broke a glass. Oh, every, so as what we, we get, talking about? So as we get closer to October, oh, we, will, we will look at each... Uh, <laughs> As we get closer to October, we'll look at each decade and talk about highlights of that decade and anything else anyone wants to bring to the yeah, table. Yeah, that'll be exciting. Absolutely. Speaking of exciting, we have an exciting summer of Disney trips coming up. And Sean, why don't you tell us where you're going? Yeah, so my oldest, uh, our oldest daughter, Clara, graduated high school, and she's never been out west. So uh, I'm taking her, just the two of us, going to L.A., Going to do a spend a few days in the Hollywood area. Hope to catch up with our friend Jeff Sherman while we're out there. I'll also get to see Gustavo Dudamel and John Williams at the Hollywood Bowl. Mm. So we are really excited about that. And then we're going to spend a few days at Disneyland. So this will be her first time and just excited to see what's new. I haven't been out there for probably five or six years. So we'll get to do um, Galaxy's Edge and just looking forward to that trip. Avengers Campus. Avengers Campus. Well, also in new. California Adventure, it's going to have San Francisco very soon. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. They've, the bridge components that are kind of based on the temple you know uh-huh. the, so you may have quite a quite mm. a view of the that construction at least. and i am really excited about this clara is not but i'm gonna make her do it oh the rogers the mu- no wow. rogers the musical what, 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 what <laughs> the fun wheel of death the mickey the mickey yeah she's uh, refusing the ferris wheel <laughs> the, ferris the wheel. fun wheel of death <laughs> yes yes no but uh rogers the yes. musical i can't is that at the park that yeah that'll yeah. be at the is it the hyperion theater yes um, based on what the a dumb name, <laughs> based on the musical featured in Hawkeye. We should. Oh, you made me see. watch that. Yeah. Yes, yes. No, it was it was fun. Campy, and it's a whole thirty minute yeah. show. So oh, it's popcorn oh, buckets. I, the, the few minutes I got was plenty. Photo uh, opportunities. I'm with her. It's gonna be great. It'll be awesome. And we get to see uh, great characters in great costumes. We're also getting a, a tour of Disney Studios. So hoping that's to amazing. be able to see Walt's office and you yeah, know, that's amazing. show her the campus. Very cool. So cool. We can sneak into your luggage maybe. Um, <laughs> and that's how John met the TSA. <laughs> John, you have a wonderful trip coming. I'm, uh, quite a ways after Sean is heading west, we are heading east, south, and west. Uh, the... Six of us will be heading to Orlando just to get a 
renewed appreciation for some of the newer rides um, for a day or two. And just so you all know, uh, if you ever are going to step foot on a cruise ship, you need to be in the area at least a day prior based on travel arrangements. So that's why we're going to be in Orlando the day before we head to the coast. We will hop on a Disney cruise liner that will take us to Castaway Key, Nassau, Jamaica, and let's see, I think it's also Cozumel and the Cayman Islands. So mm. this is wow. this is a ooh, at least six or seventh attempt to celebrate our oldest eighth grade graduation. Yes, wow. the now senior coming, <laughs> rising senior in high school. Uh, our cruise was scheduled for March 2020. Huh. And various reschedulings and refunds. Um, we are finally taking her eighth grade trip. Are you driving to Orlando? With the current state of air travel, still we are going to drive because once we're done, for not only getting there on the paranoia that relates to that, once we get back, we're actually going to spend a few extra days at my favorite property on Hilton Head. Oh, very cool. Thanks. I was just wondering how you were going to get from Walt Disney World to the cruise ship. The, there, Do they still provide? The, the last time we did it, yes, okay. but I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but they were specific Disney Cruise Line buses, and, and to see them, you know, all those times, ah, I, wish, I wish I was on that one, you know, mm-hmm. at, at leaving the property. But um, it, 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 she deserves it. She worked hard. Our, our younger daughter has actually graduated eighth grade since then, too. And she says, well, is this my trip? Uh, yes, uh, based yeah, on the pri- based say, on current pricing. Yes. Don't tell the rest of my family <laughs> that you're taking your whole family on one graduation right. trip. So right. they still do provide Disney cruise. I thought they did, but again, since the paranoia and my type A wanting us to get there, be there, uh, drive over, but then when we get back, you know, and you can park at the you can park at the terminal. Uh, they have their on their own dedicated terminal, and it's just they give you a little window. It's you can pre-register now. You send them the lovely pictures from your passports in advance, and you pick your time of when you get on the boat. Hmm. So I, I, you've inspired me, John, to maybe record a few things. Please, uh, and uh, I it's going to be a busy summer. Open yeah. a few doors. I totally, I totally expect that could be a problem content. on a boat. All right, <laughs> if we're going to start opening doors on boats, I may not be back. <laughs> Uh, well, we hope you come back and join us. And you can oh, yeah. follow us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter at Hub Hyperion. Email us at podcast at thehyperionhub.com. Till next week, have a great one, everybody. We're glad you could join us. We'd love to hear from you. You can email or send us a recorded audio message at podcast at thehyperionhub.com. Find us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The Hyperion Hub is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its subsidiaries. We'll meet you next time at the Hyperion Hub.